This podcast is for the brave hearts, the black sheep, the rebels. If you're willing to face your fears and optimize your time on this planet, you are among friends. This is the Aaron Evans Podcast. Hello, my loves. In society right now, it is prominent that folks are becoming more self-aware, more interested in why they do what they do. And what does it even mean to have self-awareness? If you think about it like a sky and you and your personality, your likes, your dislikes, your sorrows, your joys are a cloud. The cloud is passing and yet it is so easy to get intertwined with our own experience of what's going on. Based on our familial line, we will believe things about ourselves and the world. Therefore, it's a pretty myopic, self-centered way to see the happenings of what's around you. The blue sky is the awareness. The ability to watch the cloud, to watch yourself, the way you meander through life, the way you get angry or sad, and awareness provides us the opportunity to change. When we can acknowledge where we are playing small, where we are fighting, where we are over-emotional, and we see the play out of our actions causing more drama, we then have the possibility to change that, to become softer or more engaged in our lives. When I get preoccupied, caught up in the cloud of my mood or my experience or the injustices of my life, it is hard to see with awareness. It's hard to see from a higher vantage point. And when I'm in one of these moods where I'm wondering what the hell I'm doing and why I'm even here, I often lean into scripture or poetry, anything to help me understand this human predicament. Just recently, I started to rediscover the six realms in Buddhism. The Buddhists explain life like a samsara or a wheel of perpetual suffering because of the birth, death, and rebirth of all things. Why do we suffer? Because we get so strongly attached to the highs and the lows that we can't see beyond the cloud of our personal experience. And in this attachment, When something changes and shifts, we feel personally offended by it. So what the Buddhists explain is the whole intention of any self-awareness practice is to observe these attachments, these moods, and to find our way to emancipation or freedom. I find these six realms that the Buddhists talk about really fascinating as a way to study my human experience. So as I share them, notice if they are relevant to you or if you can track that realm within yourself. So the birth, 
life death cycle than rebirth cycle is occurring all the time. It doesn't mean there is a heaven and a hell. Let's assume it's a 24 hour period of your life. A mood rolls in, you live it, it dies. Another mood rolls in, you live it, it dies. An experience happens, you live it, it dies, and then another one happens. So in the period of a 24-hour day, you'll likely dance with many different births, deaths, and rebirths. These realms are fascinating because they speak to our human condition. The first realm is the animal realm. And this is where one is driven by their basic needs to eat, to sleep, to shag, to procreate. It is mechanical and it is controlled by satiating the very basics of the human experience. When we are in this animal realm, an animal mood, we're on autopilot. We're getting through our days. Our head is barely above water. We're not noticing anything beyond what is right in front of our eyes. We care about staying alive. I find myself here quite frequently and one of the greatest ways out of a feeling of apathy or mind numbing is to become the blue sky. To catapult myself into the present moment to notice something that is astoundingly beautiful or astoundingly painful. Something to shake me from my boredom and slumber. The next realm is the hell realm. So this is constant suffering and torment. It is feeling like you are so hurt that you want to hurt other people. It is the birthplace of blame and finger pointing. The Buddhists use the term ill will, meaning I have destructive thoughts, feelings, and actions toward other people. I am irritated and fighting. I fight in traffic. I fight with my partner. It's always a fight. So with this feeling of, of rage and anger in the body, one great antidote is compassion, is to realize that we are all just humans on this planet trying to navigate our way. One of my favorite quotes, I think it's from Mother Teresa or Buddha, said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in service to others. When one is filled with rage, red hot, tingling, burning in the body, what is one tiny action we can do for someone else to create joy in our own heart? Where can we be abundant? Where can we be generous? The third realm is the realm of the hungry ghost. These ghosts are depicted with mouths the size of a pin and bellies as big as the world. And this speaks to a grasping and a desiring that is never satisfied. We get the job and we're not satisfied. We get the relationship and we're not satisfied. 
in this state, we will use anything, drug use, alcohol use, anything to try to change our state, our inner state with an external thing. I don't struggle with this. Just kidding, I struggle with this greatly. So we self-medicate attempting to feel alive again. The boredom is overwhelming, so we want a high of some sort. I find this is really, really common, and I've heard it described as the heroine's journey where you get everything you want and you're still not satisfied. I believe the antidote to this is meditation, journaling, reflecting, noticing the urge that comes up and realizing that these sensual desires it's an impermanent thing. It's not going to fix what's truly going on on the inside. So what is the emotion that you are attempting to negate by reaching for the thing? Now we move up into the higher realms and we move into the human realm. You and I, when we are in the state of seeking and curiosity, where we know that we can be free from our own suffering, when we can detach just a little and watch it like the waves rolling in, knowing that pain and heartache and loss and failure and inadequacy are all part of this human experience. Every time we have an experience that chokes us up we have the opportunity to become free. We become free when we see the way we operate in the face of pain. The same is true when in the face of extreme joy. What do we do with it? So the human realm is actually the greatest one to be at because this is our only way off the samsara, off the wheel of perpetual suffering is that we use the experiences of our lives to see where we are not healed, where we feel sad, where we feel not enough. And when the wound is clear and we know what we're working with, we at least can hold it as sacred, not try to push it away or change it or pretend it doesn't matter because these wounds never, ever, ever go away. They may lessen, but you're always going to feel a linger of what is yours to process. The next realm is the demigod realm. And this is the realm where people are fighting for power and it is an ego-based system where we are trying to get what we believe is ours. It is a striving and a drive to get ahead any way we possibly can. Climbing the social ladder, climbing the corporate ladder. So these realms are normal. You'll encounter this demigod realm, perhaps in a conversation where you want to win an argument. You might notice it in the workplace where you want the promotion or the raise. So what do we do with that insatiable drive that that power-hungry monster that takes hold and we want to claim what is ours. 
when this rears its head in my life, I remind myself that there is enough for everyone. And my intention behind what I do is to make the planet a better place. So if I'm operating because I want power and money and more, I'm actually going against what I say it is I want to create. The final realm is the God realm. This is where people float free. They are above the world. They don't see suffering in their own lives or other people's lives. And the problem with this is we're still stuck on that wheel of samsara because we have no reason to get off the perpetual wheel because we are delighted, we are euphoric. So we continue this state of living in suffering, being attached to what comes up in the physical world. So the six realms, you might dance between them five times in one hour. You may feel bored and driven by simply food and water. You might dance with the hell realm where there's constant torment. You feel like you are a punching bag and life is punching you. Your addictive tendencies will pop up. The desire for more of what feels good. And then some days, some moments, you'll be totally human. You'll recognize the highs and the lows and you'll build some awareness to get off the suffering of the attachment and the desire for either the highs or the lows. You might linger in the demigod realm where you want power. Then you'll be satiated by everything and float through life. But again, like the awareness is the vast blue sky, the more you can watch and notice the play out of these moods and how they don't bring you up, the more aptitude and capacity you'll have to make a different choice. You can still be angry. You can still desire. But at least when you know that that is not all you are, you will be free. So track these realms. Notice them when they come up. Notice the emotional pull and allure. Because when you know yourself, you can start to live a, a better life. A life that is consistent and available, engaged with, but not attached to. I love you a lot. And if you liked what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe to this podcast. Till next time, start to challenge the things that you're reading and ask yourself if it really truly resonates or if you believe it to be true. Take nothing as God's word.